and welcome to episode 6 of the Developing Strategy podcast. This week we're going to be moving on to question 2 on our 6 point framework, your internal situation. We're going to be discussing the internal situation in general and how you make sense of that and define it as your business and then we'll be drilling down in particular on how you generate value for customers and understand that process. So Dad, do you want to introduce some of those concepts, maybe in general talking about the internal situation as we're kind of moving on to that now? Yeah. So, you know, very quick summary on the external environment. We broke uh, that down into three questions. How to segment your external environment, um, the attractiveness of different segments, uh, like the French market for Hertz or flying from Europe to the US for an airline. Um, And what are the broader forces, the political, economic, social, technological, legal and environmental forces shaping uh, that segment? So, so far, we have not talked about our own position. Mm. Um, We could be a baker looking at the airlines business at the moment. So we're going to turn to that because obviously what you want is not just an attractive market, but one where you are suitably positioned, that market works for you and so on. And this goes back to our matrix we talked about in episode two or three, I think it was. Three, Three, I think. Where we had attractiveness that we've now looked at in the previous episodes. Yeah. And then your chance of success. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be thinking effectively about, well, what's our chance of success? Um, Now, what do you need to do that? Well, first of all, you need to define what success is. And for that, you need to think a little bit about the overall mission and objectives of your organisation, which could be obvious, like maximise profit. But let's say you're a charity or a family owned firm, there could be a lot of actual other Mm. objectives. And you can't achieve success without knowing what success is. So understanding your mission and objectives would be part of that. Um, And then to be successful in a market, and this is biased towards a market, a charity could compete in a market, um, so it's not just for profit-seeking entities, you need to be able to generate value for your customer. Mm. Um, And secondly, uh, and more broadly, you need to have a competitive advantage. So creating value for customers is part of that, but it's not actually all of it. And and you'll see uh, later on why I choose to break those out. Um, Once you've done that, you've kind of got an overall view of what success is and and whether you're achieving success at the moment, then you can cross-check that by looking at your actual performance. And we're going to go through each of those steps and start actually with the question of, are you generating value for customers? How do you understand whether you are or not and how much you're generating and whether there are any weaknesses, for example? Okay, great. Um, and we'll talk about all those ideas in, in later podcasts. That's yeah, right. That's what yeah. we're hoping. So we'll get to competitive advantage and mission and objectives and measuring your performance later on. Okay. So so let's talk about, yeah, what, how do you kind of lay this out to start yeah, with? Yeah. Well, the first thing is, you know, there's a whole, there's huge amounts of stuff you can do about looking at the value you're creating for customers. I mean, the whole science of marketing uh, in a way is looking at that um, if it is a science um, and uh, customer surveys and evaluating customers is a big industry focus groups and so on so so we're not going to go into all of that we're going to have a very simple tool that allows you to have a high level strategic discussion of how value is created for customers and whether you're delivering that and whether you're delivering that in a better or worse way than your competition. So you get to the nub of the thing. Yeah. So I'm going to introduce a little tool to do that. Um, It's always a little bit hard on on a radio podcast because I'm going to describe something that's visual. But if you can imagine a piece of paper and along 
the bottom, you draw a line and you write down uh, um, at spaces along that line all the things that determine value for a customer. Okay, so you've got like a column for each. A column for each, yes. And that the first one actually is always um, a, competitive, a low price because customers would always prefer low price. Um, and then the second, third, fourth and fifth, those are just a bunch of factors that are specific to that. Um, to that market. So let's say we were looking at, say, the French car rental market. What might customers want? Well, it might be um, convenient locations in airports as number one. And the other one might be um, reliable cars. So you, you can then have a brainstorm about what those factors are. And there's some traps, like sometimes you say a good IT system. I find people say that, particularly if they're from the mm, IT department. But why say, would the well, customers care? Yeah, why would the customers care? They want like an accurate bill or, you know, yeah. that it's a, a very quick uh, to, for them to take their car away from, from the car rental uh, counter. So um, there's some tricks there, but actually people are pretty good at that. Uh, it does, however, though, get some debates going, because if you then ask people to order it, what's the most important? Sometimes they, I, I've had big arguments within groups, which is very profitable and useful to have, because they clearly got differences of opinion. And this simple little chart forces them to talk about that. Like, what do customers really want? If you can't answer that fully, then go and do the market research, the mm. focus groups and so on. But this will probably take you about 10 minutes to sort out as a group. So very quick little tool. So you've got that. Now, yes, you've got a kind of row of columns and each column has a particular label to it. Then what you do is say, what's the level at which we perform versus our competition? So if something, if the first uh, criteria was price and the second one was convenient locations in airports, well, to what extent do we have convenient locations in airports? Maybe we're off airport because we're trying to be cheap or maybe we have the best locations because we've hurt and we we paid more but where are we relative to the competition so for that you need to have a kind of reasonably objective view of where you are but also where the competition is because you're you're going to show where the competition is as well as where you are so you're if you're high is the competition higher or lower and you do that for all the factors and you can draw that up as a line um, and it's called a value curve. It comes from a book called Blue Ocean Strategy, which popularized it. But actually, these charts were being drawn way before Blue Ocean Strategy. Right. Um, their, their point as a book was to say, in their view, the key to success was having a really good novel value proposition. I'm simplifying massively. Um, and so they, they made a big thing of this chart. Uh, and so I refer to the book because it's it's a it was a topical and interesting book and still is uh, interesting to read. Not perfect, but but pretty good on some things, including really making sure that you thought about the customer. That's it in a way. I mean, mm. we can now go into more detail of examples and so on. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I mean, me? I mean, first of all, so I'm obviously the whole purpose of this is kind of benchmarking yourself against the industry. Yeah. Um, so some questions on that. First of all, do you want to draw out a different? you've got your line for your business and then you've yeah. got the line for the competition. Yeah. Do you draw those out separately for different competitors? Do you draw it for the kind of general competition? Just yeah. thinking practically. No, very good. Well, first of all, I would always draw it for Thank a specific you. competitor. Okay. I think it's better to be specific. And then if you say, oh, this applies to all the competitors, that's fine. But you can't. it's harder to disaggregate the average into yeah. different competitors. Sure. It's better to say, here's a specific competitor. Now try and draw it for another one. They may be very different. They may be quite similar. Um, okay. And then in general, it sounds like this is, again, a tool that's 
there's less of an objective truth to it and an yeah. accurate answer, but it's helpful for getting stuff out on the table. Um, yeah. But my question is kind of, how do you make sure that your inherent biases about your own positioning and your company don't come out through this? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, uh, yes, I, I remember having a conversation with somebody at GE and I just taught this tool to them. And they said, oh, we have this, we're using it at GE. Because we're a bunch of engineers, we have to quantify it all. <laughs> so it's no good to say, oh, this is high, medium, low. It's got to be like, is it a 4.6 or a 4.5? Right, yeah. And then, of course, the next question is, how do we measure it? Um, um, you know, you can measure these things, but in most cases, I would say, you know, at this level, we're trying to have a strategic discussion and debate, and I want everyone to agree, and where they disagree, I want it to be clear. And then, you know, if I'm doing some consulting work with them, I'd probably want some people to go out and talk to customers or yeah. other other people in the industry to compare notes. And I'm more looking for qualitative comparisons and trying to make sure that we're, we're we're broadly correct rather than trying to nail something down to numbers. But, you know, there are market research techniques which allow you to quantify the value of different benefits, like what's the value of a certain mm. kind of radio in a car versus a different kind of radio. How much will a customer actually pay more for having a, a super-duper sound system versus an average one? That can be done with things like conjoint analysis, but it's quite expensive and tricky. So, mm. yeah, we're more talking at the qualitative level. Here. It's interesting because we actually use this um i guess this chart or the, yeah the, yeah we use this in a lot of our reports so if you're evaluating a target for an m&a transaction um you obviously want to know kind of where they sit relative to their competitors and what the proposition is um but we actually quantify it so the height of the bar would be the average rating from one to five from the customers so you might have price from our customer referencing what did they rate the business on average and then what did they rate a given competitor on average and we'd sort of show those to um visually represent what we're talking about here mm -hmm. yeah great it's a very mm -hmm. simple tool that gets you going gets you having a good discussion however that isn't everything um for example if your customers are really interested in price what this tool doesn't say is what's the cost at which you're producing because actually success might come from having a low cost in a price competitive industry. Mm. And this is just saying, from the customer's perspective, what do they want? Now, your price might be lower than the competition, but does that mean your costs are lower or are you just choosing to price low and make no money? So that's why we're going to need to go on in a subsequent ep episode and talk more broadly about competitive advantage. But understanding your customer value proposition, if you like, and how it, how it rates versus competitors is a good place to start. Again, it gets you thinking from the outside in from the competitors from the sorry from the customer's shoes rather than from your own and i always mm. think that's a good thing to do in strategy before you get too biased and locked down yeah. on your own internal perspective okay great well we'll move on to those issues next week um but hopefully that's been a useful introduction to the internal situation uh section and to all our listeners we'll see you then and we'll be posting stuff that gives pictures of these value curves so if you're a little bit puzzled you can always go and have a look at Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please, please remember to rate us as it really helps us out. And also check out our Facebook page or website at www.developingstrategy.com where you can ask questions, learn more, find all the episodes in this series.